to Making of History, the podcast about one graduate student's quest to study for his comprehensive exams in history. In this first introductory episode, I'm going to explain to you why the comprehensive exams are so stressful and so important that they merit their own podcast. To do that, I have to kind of position you to see what the life of a grad student is like. And there's two big parts of a graduate degree in history. The first is coursework. This is kind of familiar. It's a lot like undergrad. We read books, we go to classes, we discuss books in those classes, and at the end of the semester, we write papers about those books that are given grades, quite like undergrad. The second part is a lot different, and that's when we do research and writing. And when we do this, we go off to some archive in some really picturesque place with castles, and we look through a bunch of old documents with dust on them and handwriting, and we sneeze a lot, and we take pictures and make notes, and supposedly while we're out there, we come up with some great, fantastic epiphany, and that will help us change our disciplines forever and make our careers, ideally. And from that, we write a big dissertation, 200, 250 pages, that makes some original contribution to history. In between these two parts of the grad student life, in between coursework and writing the dissertation, is the comprehensive exams. It's kind of like the hinge of a graduate student career. And it's really, really stressful because what it tests is your ability to teach the subjects that you say that you can teach. And to do this, we read a lot. My reading list is about 300 books long. And to get all that reading done, I'll be reading about three to four books every single day. It's also stressful because when we are finished reading this, we go into a room with five professors who have given up their time to talk to us, and they ask us questions for three, four hours, testing our general knowledge about these subjects that we say are important to us. So in this podcast, I'm going to be bringing you stories from this journey of completing my comprehensive exams. Usually, I'm going to give you guys some sort of anecdote that I get from my readings. They'll sum up the main ideas that I've read each day, or give you an anecdote that I think is important, or just talk about the ideas that I've been struggling with. But also, I want to talk to you guys about what it actually feels like to be a historian what it actually feels like to be wrestling with these big ideas. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what being a historian is meant to feel like. And supposedly, the process of studying your comprehensive exams is when you find out. So I also want to tell you guys the struggles of staying up late at night, of not having fun, of not seeing your friends, of being buried in so many books that you don't know what to do with yourself. And I hope that it will be fun for you guys as well. So before we jump into this 300 book odyssey, I should probably tell you a little bit about what I study and why. My main topic is 18th and 19th century Britain. Now you first hear about that, you probably think of wigs and swords and kings and London streets full of fog and Christmases and somebody giving somebody else a goose and maybe a bunch of people drinking gin. 
And all that stuff is picturesque and all that stuff is real and all that stuff happens. But that's not why I'm interested in Britain in the 18th and 19th centuries. I'm interested because then I think that we see something really, really big change. We go from the traditional world to the modern world. Now there's tons of revolutions that we could point to that show this transition. It's when the first steam engines happen. We get the first democratic revolutions. We see the birth of imperialism. We get the development of the modern state. But the big change, the thing that I think really, really matters is that people start to exploit fossil fuels. This is when coal happens. This is when people start to learn how to make factories off of the power that was locked up in millennia old coal deposits. This is when we go from a world of oxen and wind and water and people sweating in the dirt to the world of factories and machines and cars. And that change, I think, is a really, really huge one. So the first bit that we're gonna be talking about for my list, which will start tomorrow, hopefully, we'll be looking at the rise of the counted world. We'll be seeing how people discovered that society could be understood by numbers and what that understanding of society through numbers did to politics and to culture. I hope you'll join me. And special thanks to Jonathan Lear, my fellow grad student, who made the theme track Upside Down, Backwards and Inside Out, which is available off of his album Reflection, available wherever fun music is streamed.